robot voice going this meeting is being recorded and i said noted yeah sorry about that i was like god that feels like very intrusive with that like you know it's being recorded but for whatever reason that just made it feel like i need you to have you sign some paperwork now right it did i was like oh how though (laughs) different there's never gonna be a uh better automated voice that even siri is uh you know not I don't know. Like, I don't know if you use her a lot or at all, but like, even that voice seems like she's plotting something while she's trying to help you. No. Oh, I think so. They just changed the voice. I don't know how much you're on TikTok, Adam. How much are you on TikTok? Great question. Can you hear me? Okay. You sound great. I can hear you. Do I sound okay? Yep. You look great. You look rested. Recording. We are recording. We just launched right into it. You think I want to waste great. this TikTok gold sure before I really turn it on? Because I'm gonna be. <laughs> I don't want to be giving you gold and you're like, and now we'll start. Let's be honest. You're always on. A lot of people say, Taylor, you can't shut it up. No. Um, <laughs> by the way, that has happened. I once did a real quick tangent, uh, a kid's podcast at a McDonald's in like Bloomington, Indiana. And the kid just sent like such a, I'm sure you, you know, I, I actually want to know how much you, uh, you know, will take on these types of unexpected uh I was going to say challenges, just people that reach out to you. Like I'm a young comic. I got a podcast. It would mean a lot. I'm a huge fan. You know, you get those. And then sometimes it's a very lengthy, like diatribe of like the first comic I ever saw when I was five and my dad used to do an impression of you. And like, that was the last time I saw him. And so like he and I like, you know what I'm saying? Just very specific to where you're like, I got to do this kid's fucking podcast. Otherwise he'll, he'll burn down that McDonald's. So (laughs) So we did it and about no joke, 30 minutes in. And I, I just assume always, I'm just like, I sit down and I just start joking. And I just assume because that's how I have always done it. Cause I don't want to miss stuff. Cause I've done it where I have started and missed stuff 30 minutes in. He goes, all right, well, let's get going. And I was like, I had turned it up a notch. Like I told like five stories that like, I feel like I've never told. I was really trying to make it a, a great pod for him. And he goes, all right. Well, I think I think this is a good warm up. Let's 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 record. And I was oh, like, No, dude, what? And no, then it just... I'm half done. You have another half hour. <laughs> I'm half done here. I did. Thir- I'm you're sorry. Get- <laughs> you're getting thirty minutes left, and it's gonna be a really terrible thirty minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna phone it in now because you. Yeah. Uh, okay. So do so. Quick tangent. Do you get those? Uh. Do I get, I mean, those messages. Um, yeah. You know what I get that I have never done. And I think is weird is I get a good amount of people going, I'm doing a project at school and I'm studying and I'm like, I don't, I can't like, at least a podcast is going at least like probably 14 people heard that podcast you Mm -hmm. did. I'm just like helping you do an assignment. Like, (laughs) 
I dropped out of college. I don't want to help do a project. You're not my kid. Yeah. Build your mission. Like it's just, it's so weird to me that you would ask that there was, and I feel bad because they're going out on a limb. Like there was a girl who stopped me on the street in New York. I was like, I just got to like shoot my shot here. I just got to do it. Like I'm doing this project and like, I'm doing, I don't know if it was a project or a documentary. I don't know what she was talking about, to be honest with you. And she was like, can I just get your email? And we can, maybe I can like follow you around to clubs, like something like that. And I was like, I don't even know what to say. So I gave her the email address I give to like H&M when they're like, do you want to be on our, on our, wait, because I didn't know what to do. Cause I'm like, giving her my personal email. I'm like, and I don't have the time to be like, this is really inappropriate what you're doing and you shouldn't do it again. But I'm just like, here, Hotmail. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I give H&M the same email uh, or I give I gave her the same email I gave H&M when they asked me to do their podcast. <laughs> I, if H&M had a podcast, I would do it. That's what I'm saying. Bad example. Oh, but I was going to ask you earlier because you said the thing about Siri. Yeah. And her voice sounded like she was plotting something. I don't know how much you're on TikTok, but they have the like, voice to speech text do oh yeah, yeah I, you use that quite a bit now yeah uh tiktok or that specific feature that feature i use that feature somewhat yeah i mean I've, i'm not as good at tiktok as i probably should be but they changed the voice on that so now it's much more like warm and engaging and natural and cool. i don't like it oh i prefer it when you were like that's a robot like i don't like it now that it's like it's like, hey, so let's do that. Like, it's way smoother. And I'm like, I don't, it was, and it was also funnier when it was like, this is the voice I'm using to read my joke. Like, that right. was just me. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you don't, it's like, if you, we want our robots to be robots. We don't want our robots to sound like people. Does yes. that make sense? Because then yeah. it truly feels like the takeover's beginning. Yes. 100%. I also love that you and I are wearing virtually the same shirt. You <laughs> You're wearing a more expensive version. I'm just showing quite a bit more chest hair. Just got, yeah. I mean, I I shave mine, but <laughs> you have like the white piping. Like this looks like it was a stylist got this for you. Well, this is. I love the. By the way, great. They. I'll take that compliment because I shot myself, but I make a lot of bad choices. <laughs> um, <laughs> the amount of times I've seen something on a rack put it on, gotten, uh, taken a look in the mirror before I go to the club and been like, okay. And then go to the bathroom of the club and go, fuck. No. And everyone's taking photos now. So you're like, well, hope I hope the photographer's in the main room. for my <laughs> The first three minutes is just chastising your fashion choices. And I'm just like, yeah, I thought I liked this shirt, but look at what, what a weird color. Like, like insecurely commenting unnecessarily where people are like, dude, it's, I don't know. It's like nobody was. Really, you brought it up. Now, guess what? Now that's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. Also, you probably picked that shirt to wear for the joke. And you're like, no, I actually feel bad. <laughs> I, actually, I developed this bit in the car. I developed this here. Oh, I wanted to ask you, too. Um, are you just friends with Lily James? <sighs> Man. So it's we a can re cut this out. If you want to talk about it, but you put it on Instagram. What, how do you know Lily James? Yo. So I. Um, Am, uh, I don't know if I can say who I'm playing, but I'm on uh, a few episodes of this show called Pam and Tommy uh, for Hulu okay. that Seth Rogen is starring and producing in about Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. I know this was before. I don't know. How old were you in 95? Two. 
So you remember. <laughs> oh, so you get it. So your first memory. <laughs> your first memory was the Pam and Tommy sex tape, of course. <laughs> Temecula couldn't shut up about it. Uh, no, it, so she's playing Pam Anderson in this show for Hulu about Pam. and So that sex tape, do you, you even know of that? Yes, I do know of that. So that was like the first real sex tape like from celebs that got like big national attention and it wasn't done strategically like you know the uh the the, the people not since. like how we do it now not like how we do it which is planned you know the lighting's better um <laughs> the stuff no one was asking for it everyone's like they did that We're like <laughs> yeah for one. my pr team's a nightmare yeah it's never it's never a sex tape from anybody you wait say it again so like <laughs> My sex tapes on Quibi is a great joke. <laughs> Inside. Thank God. no. Yeah. Thank God. Nobody's going to see it. It's on Quibi. Just a cast. Then. Katzenberg's in the crowd. He's just like, <laughs> like I tried my best, man. That's, I don't know what he sounds like, but so, um, so, so they did the sex tape and it got stolen by Seth Rogen, who was working for them. He's playing the guy that was working for them. Got stiffed on some money, stole the 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 shit that was in their safe. The tape was in there. They didn't know it was stolen until it was on the internet. So it wasn't a planned move. So I saw her in an interview where she was like, "We didn't make any money from that. Like all these ones now, they leaked it out like because it was already out. So what what could we? They might have sued and stuff like that. But anyway, it's about that whole time that whatever. And I'm on the show and she's playing Pam Anderson. And so uh, in the few episodes I did, we all our scenes were pretty much. Um, together and um you know i try to i try to always chum it up on set but like you feel it out if people aren't vibing with it then i just back away but i like i also i don't know i can't sit and just and not try to make small talk because i just it's uncomfortable for me and um which is why i've probably ruined so many thanksgivings because i'm just like so aunt barb you still got that weird fucking foot thing um <laughs> And uh, she's like, silence would have been better. But so we got to become chummy. And I always, whether it's someone super famous and cool like that, or, you know, the people that were doing my uh, um, prosthetics for the show, I invite people to shows because I'm like, what a fucking cool, I don't know. It's also, it's such a great thing to have to to um, share. And, uh, you know, being at so many cool rooms where you can, you know, uh, get a little hookup and stuff. And so I extended it to her and, and, uh, and she, you know, followed up and brought some homies and came had never been to the comedy store. And, uh, and it was just such a great show. It was like a nice packed OR. Um, I think you were across the way in the main room. Cause I could hear people just going fucking crazy. And, um, um <laughs> the OR from the main room. I think I commented on it happened to my set. And I was like, that's what I like to hear. The faint murmur of a much better time. <laughs> the main room was weird the other night. They were weird. And uh, I was put, they accidentally put me as a pop in on the OR. And I was like, I'm not going to do that because, like, I'm not famous. So, like, I'm not going to go pop in on anything. So I just didn't go. And then I saw you post at Lily Jones there and I fucking love her. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, you could have said pop in for Lily Jones. I know. And I was like, what this is better it's also so impressive to me that you invite people to shows because like i don't even want people who love me unconditionally to come to shows in case it doesn't go well <laughs> and so the fact that you'd be like oh hello famous person i've become friends with 
you should just come see me do stand-up. I'm that confident in my abilities as a performer that nothing's going to go wrong and you will have a great time. And I would like never do that. I'd be like, you can watch me do stand-up. You can watch clips that I have approved. (laughs) That are on the internet. I'm going to, I'll text it to you and don't, don't be going into that like side column on YouTube of suggested video. <laughs> you stay where I send you. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I don't, um, I don't disagree with you. I mean, it is a crapshoot. I guess I, I, um, I don't know. It's, it, it is a crapshoot. Cause I, even when they were coming to the show, I was like, they couldn't make the supernova show before. And I go, the store will be great. And then I'm like, it actually could be a half full OR and maybe, I I'm at least confident enough to know I'm going to they're going to walk away having a good time. But guess you're right. You don't know. Uh, it could truly just be a, a shit show or maybe it's the one night I lose it and and um, just have a, a meltdown. And then I they cut me. Me have a meltdown. Oh, it's happened. Has it? I did it at Supernova, uh, maybe, um, but in a, in a funny way. But it but I definitely real rage was coming through. There was a couple from um, Victorville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's enough detail for me. Now I know who's in the wrong. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I and they driven. It's a couple hours. It's Temecula Jason, isn't it? Probably hilarious. Um, they were. Is what it is, but it's nice. It's, it's nice. Hey, look, every place has its own flavor. Said nobody ever, but the <laughs> these people just were uh, a shit show. And literally, I'm on like my last joke, and this woman just goes next, and I go, what? I go, I go, what's that? And I always kill it with kindness. I go, I go, oh, and I could have probably skipped over it. You always have a choice, but yeah. there was just enough silence to where I was like, I think a lot of people heard that. So I go, I go, what, what was that? She goes, next. I go, and by the way, it was a great crowd. I was doing my thing. It was, there was, it's all subjective, but I would say most people were enjoying what was happening. Um, yeah. At least that's what I'll tell myself. <laughs> and then, uh, and and so. She goes next, and I go, I go, well, that wasn't a very nice thing to say. I go, but you know what? Comedy is subjective. Not everything I said resonated with you tonight. It's all good. This is a great example of things you can just say in your head next time so that I don't feel like jumping off the roof post-show. And uh, and then I'm like, but all good. I go, but, and then you're right. There are more people coming up next. So that you are right about. And I try to move on. She keeps chirping. So now I'm like, well, now I'm going to try to handle this. I'm literally about to do I'm probably a minute left, tops. So then I just end up getting into it with them and then they start really chirping back to where it's like, not only do I need to now protect the show and walk off with some dignity, but like now it's it's just, you know, I've dealt with these things a lot. And now I take pride in the way I handle it and make it still fun, not get a, abusive and abrasive. But now I got to spin this uh, shit show into some funny before I leave for the rest of the comics. And um, and so. I keep giving them chances and then they just keep being. So then finally I just, I was like, I don't want to kick you guys out. There's only two more comics, but I will. It's a long drive back to Victorville. Like just knowing you have to go back there is probably not going to make that drive fun. And then a few more things. And then I just was like, get the fuck out. And then everybody started cheering. Cause I was giving them so many chances. And then I was just like, something like clicked where I got really defensive about what they were doing to the show. Cause everyone was having such a good time and it was such a good lineup. And I was just like, I just was like, I was like, we didn't survive a goddamn pandemic so that you two could come out and fucking try to make this whole shit about you and try to ruin my dream. Like, but, and I just was like, we're on this like monologue that like, you know, if there was like six cameras taping, I would have put it on my reel for sure. But, uh, but I was like, I was surprised myself how fired up I got 
to where I was like screaming and pointing at the edge of the stage. But people, everyone stood up and then I went like this and got everybody up. And it's like and then they left. So I kick them out. They're stumbling out. I'm making jokes as they're leaving. So still kind of keeping it light, whatever. And uh, but people were going nuts, Taylor. It was like true, like felt like gladiator shit. The way that like in the round and people stood up like applauding them to get out. So that was the closest I've felt in a while to getting really uh, bubbled up like that. Yeah, it's great that that went well, because sometimes you yell at people and it just ruins the show. Yeah. Because everybody's uncomfortable. Hey, guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. And look, everyone's getting a little overwhelmed by what's going on in the world. If you're feeling this, you're not alone. It's important to find the support you need to face those feelings and move forward. So I'm talking to you about talk space. We all talk to our friends when we're going through issues, but they don't have the advice we need. If you want to talk to a professional, somebody who really can give you practical advice, this is the place for you. Over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health. I know I have my ups and downs. You know, there's days when I'm feeling good. There's days when I need to talk to my mom, but even my mom can't give me the answers I want. So, you know, that's why Talkspace makes it easy to match you with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions all from the comfort of your own device. Start messaging your therapist the same day you sign up and they make it easy on the app so that you can get connected, make your own schedule and not have to wait weeks before your next appointment. You can go anywhere and take your therapist with you. Whether you're a parent, student, millennial, or just someone having a tough day, right? Like a comic like me who fucking might have a bad set and go home and be like, should I jump off the roof or should I just eat some soup? Talkspace can provide the support to help you feel better with a single message. They offer individual and couples therapy, which I'm starting to do with my fiance, in addition to medication prescription services. Set goals with your therapist and they can help make sure you're really progressing. Talkspace therapists help you develop tools to cope in difficult times, which is what we all need. They have thousands of licensed therapists available to match with you. They're experts in dozens of specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more to help you start feeling better. If you want to match with a licensed therapist, go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code last night. That's $100 off when you use the promo code last night at Talkspace.com. Start feeling better because you deserve it. That's not their slogan, but it freaking should be. And now back to the episode. I did. Oh, I was doing shows in Spokane mm. and there was a drunk guy right in the front who kept talking and I kept having to say, and I just went, I looked at him and I was like, what was that? And he just was doing, and I went, and I, I said to everyone else, I was like, I'm trying to decide how to handle this. Yeah. And I went, nope, going to rise above it and kept going. And they were like, no, get it. And I was like, nope. I was like, you think you want that. You don't want that. You think you want that. I was like, it's not fun to publicly humiliate someone. You think it'll be fun because you watch YouTube videos, but it's not fun. All right. It's not fun for everybody. It makes everyone feel weird. It ruins the show. Rising above it. And then that guy got kicked out quietly um, by security. So shout Good. out to comedy club security i i hate it when there's somebody so drunk in a club and being really uh rude and aggressive and nobody talks to them or kicks them out or anything oh yeah you're just like oh i thought i thought we were all doing a like i didn't think i was just interrupting everyone's dinner like you serve chicken fingers (laughs) so it's not don't be like we have to keep them here that's a that's a patron of the restaurant like it's just yeah there should be a one strike i am curious uh the way you know because you have well crafted you know uh, brilliant uh jokes so for somebody that's like truly up there with a uh you know on a mission and trying to you know work this out for your next upcoming netflix special taping december 4th at 
Oh, at the Paramount in Austin. In Austin. That's right. I knew yeah, that. I, I love it. 730. One, sh- one show? Uh, no, we're doing two. They're both sold out. And I think we're going to add another one in, earlier in the week, but we're not filming that one, obviously. But yeah, we're doing two shows uh, at the Paramount in Austin, December 4th. Taylor, what so, the fuck? You know. Adding shows. I saw you make a very sweet, uh, appreciative uh, post the other day um, while you were in your um, hotel room that was really sweet. And uh, can you just speak to that a little bit more? Because, you know, it is people see people like where you're at and they just go, yeah, look, look how fucking funny she is. Of course, she's adding shows and selling out, you know. And there are some people who don't think that, but thank you. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Uh, um. But, you know, it's I don't think it's lost on the people that are doing it of like the work that it takes and that it isn't guaranteed of that to happen. You go, yeah, hopefully if I'm I work hard and I'm nice and I'm like Conan says, right, like you're kind, you work hard, you uh, you put in the time, the good things are going to happen. Yeah. yeah, that should be how it goes. But man, there are well, I'm sure we both know and just, you know, the the countless people that have probably put in all that and then just had not things go according to plan so when it's happening like this how often are you kind of reflecting or just being like man this is fucking or when you get the news of an added show do you geek out about it like you just met tom hanks at a panera (laughs) i look if i met tom hanks at a panera i would be deceased um but (laughs) you know i'm very grateful i'm also very anxious so like as soon as we add a show my first thought is like, oh, I hope I can sell that show. Like, yeah. I, I'd i like to be better about being appreciative before I'm scared. And it's part of why I so appreciate, like, you know, my buddy Dustin Nickerson, who's a great comic as well. Love Dustin. Me. Yeah, he's so good. And he comes on the road with me. Um, you can watch his special for free on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, he, he, like, is really good about when I'm freaking out about stuff, I'm going like, this is the best. Like you sold out all these shows. Look at this. This is great. This is all you ever wanted. Like he he'll like keep me grounded that way sometimes. And then, you know, like, I think it's important to have people close to you who can go like, Hey, hey, I see you freaking out about other stuff. Try to appreciate what's happening right now because this is crazy. Like really think about it. And so, yeah, I just had a moment of that in Spokane. We did like, I think we did seven shows. Oh my God. Yeah. We did two Thursday, two Friday, three Saturday. And it was just, you know, it's like amazing. You're, I was like, I can't believe that like a year ago, I had never, well, maybe a year and a half ago, I guess. Before the pandemic, I had never sold out a weekend. And now we sell out every weekend since we've been back out. And it's just like. Everyone. Yeah. I think we've sold out every weekend. Oh my God. It goes every single it like it's crazy it's so <laughs> insane and so to just have a moment of like oh we sold like two thousand tickets in spokane like that's crazy like yeah. the last time you were here was right before the pandemic and you were not selling this well even close to it so there's not even two thousand people in spokane so. <laughs> people, and people were like we flew in from seattle we drove there was some people who drove from salt lake city like it's like crazy oh. it's so incredibly nice and like i'm trying to 
pay less attention to the part of my brain that goes like, can't last forever. Don't get fucking comfortable yep. and pay more attention to the part of my brain. That's like, Oh my God, I can't really, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, I'm, I'm trying to be there more often. Um, cause it is really cool. And like, I, I was getting nervous about the COVID stuff. I do think that, um, we're starting to see like theaters are probably just going to be like, you have to show that you're vaccinated or that you got a negative COVID test. In yep. the last few days. And honestly, like if you don't want to do that, don't fucking come like whatever. If you have your reason for like, I don't, I can't get vaccinated or I don't want to be vaccinated. Fine. But even you have an alternative for like, and by the way, you should be getting vaccinated if you can. But like, if, even if you're one of those people who's like, I'm not getting vaccinated, then, and then to be like, and I'm not going to get a COVID test. It's like, then fuck off. Truly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, come see me on tour. <laughs> I just, whatever. And I am glad that they're implementing that. Cause it'll make some people feel a lot safer myself. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, they just did that for Theo's uh, special had delayed on the law. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's unfortunately, well, fortunately, I think, you know, there should just be foots being put down to be like, if you want to go to these things or around a bunch of people and enjoy and get back to normalcy, then this is the what we have to all do. But unless and, you know, it's like you say, if they don't want to do it, then don't come. And then yeah. I'm sure there's a always a piece of you that's like, well, I don't want to not have people come to the show. But it's like that's a very hard stance to be taking that says a lot. So maybe don't bring your shitty energy to the show unless yeah. your demo is all anti-vaxxers. Then then you're probably like, all right. You know, then you've probably been touring this whole time and had no trouble at all. <laughs> and you're like, what happened? I don't yeah, even... yeah, yeah. I uh, what's that? Like, just like, I was fine. Yeah. I don't know. Just been hanging in Florida for a year and a half or whatever. How were your, uh, is it dessert Sunday you do? Dustin and I do dessert Saturday. Saturday. Um, because we, and we're pretty dedicated to it. I had like a month and a half that I was eating very specifically for like health reasons. And then we got back to it in Spokane, which was nice, but I don't remember. I think we started doing it in Raleigh, like a couple years ago or something. We started doing it because the weekend was just kind of long. And like, we would go to like improvs and we'd be like, Oh man, Brownie Sunday sounds good, but we're not going to do it. And then at a certain point, we're like, maybe we do it like one night. Maybe we do it like Saturday as like a reward. It's like the end of the weekend. Or if we had Sunday shows, we're like, ah, we need it Saturday to kind of push through. And we just, I think it was Dustin who just started going dessert Saturday and now clubs will like get us stuff. That's like, oh, amazing. Yeah. Spokane like really did it up. The Brea improv, like really did it up. Got us like these incredible cookies. Like it's, it's pretty fun. We got, when we were in Salt Lake city, we, we got Mexican food, which like for two people who came up in San Diego is so stupid, like such a rookie mistake to get Mexican food in like Salt Lake City. Yeah. But we got food poisoning. We both had food poisoning and we still did dessert Saturday. <laughs> well, yeah. It was one of like the best ones we've ever had. It was the best cookie I've ever eaten in my life. And look, we paid for it, but that's what the green room's for. So we're very <laughs> dedicated to it. It's very fun. It's a nice little thing on the road. And he's he's also not with me every weekend. So if he's not with me, I don't do it. But mm. if we're together, yeah. it's fun to do, yeah. It's also a cool thing that you've just, because, you know, you've been so good about creating, like when you and Sam did uh, your pod and just your sketches in quarantine. Like, you're good at finding these things that, and it's cool that you're not doing it with the intention of like, 
Dessert Saturday. That catches on. Then I get Dessert Sunday, Dessert Monday. Then I get a show called Dessert Week. You know, it's like. I should thinking about it that way. No, it's good that you're not because now it's happening organically. And I'm sure at some point, because of your following and your likability and, and, and your funniness, that things like that happen when it's like, because I, I now look forward to it. Like, okay. especially, and after those last, uh, the Brea one was really special. And then the Spokane one really made me, that's what made me something click in my brain where I was just like, oh, something's going to happen from this. I don't know what it is or when it is, but like, you're just shining a, f- like, I don't know. It's a, vi- it's a, whether it's falls in line with like the cheat meal or, or whatever, but it's like the name sounds good. I don't know if it's the name of like a, um, it is, like a- it is a definitely a cheat meal for sure. Cookies I mean, you know- are your- Dustin wasn't there and we were shitting on him the whole time for not being there. But the staff had gotten us and it was so good. Are cookies think, your is that your move? Cookies and donuts. Yeah. Are our moves. Yeah. If I could wrap two chocolate chip cookies around an apple fritter. Oh. I had I my whole body felt that. <laughs> my whole body felt that reference. Oh my God. Oh my now I know the keys apple to your heart. This. <laughs> Was that? You forget apple fritters exist. I don't. And go to a do- <laughs> Is that your go-to every time? I'll be honest. I had a donut for the first time probably in almost probably two years, about a month ago. And uh, I just, it was a, you know, uh, one of those Sundays where I was like, I'm going to try to not do anything. I have shows that I'm going to try to just chill and lounge. And uh, same thing. I'd been you know, trying to be uh, be on on it for a little bit and was just like, I haven't fucking had, I think I saw a commercial maybe for a donut or a quick scrolling through the tube. I, you know, Amanda and I like to watch a lot of these food things on TikTok and a buddy of mine uh, and his wife started one. Uh, they're called Devour Power in New York where they just go around to all these amazing spots and highlight all these great items. And we got to do a couple with them out there. And so they did one of a, of a pastry at something. And I just was like, I will fuck an apple fritter right now if it shows up at the door and it's consensual um (laughs) there would be a lingerie (laughs) apple fritter lingerie oh my god that sounds delicious it does i got way too excited for that as a true hi (laughs) hi sharks (laughs) tired of not being able to eat the shit that you're that your significant other, they're like, we're going to just stop you, right? We just don't even know where this is going, but it's a hard no. never had edible panties before. Me neither, because they're gross. But you know what I would have if you made panties out of it? Apple fritter. <laughs> Donut bras. So I'm looking for $2 billion for 4% of the company. Nope. All right. <laughs> Wait, so what's your go-to donut then? Mine is old-fashioned maple. Ooh. That's my go-to. Classic. The best, the best donuts, we, maybe the best dessert Saturday we've done is Hertz Donuts. I think they have they have locations in other places. I forget the first place we had it, but we had it somewhere, and then we got it again in Phoenix. And I think we had to drive like 25 minutes mm. to get it, and it was so worth it. Those donuts are insane. They're the best donuts I've ever had in my life. They were they were so good, and we've had some really good donuts. So, yeah, if I'm gonna have if I'm gonna have dessert, look, I don't really, I don't want to have ice cream. That'll mess me up pretty yeah. quick. They have very good like vegan ice cream options, 
But like, if I'm gonna do dessert, I would like a donut or a cookie or a brownie. That is what I would like. Yeah. God, I wish I just, I wish I had like, I'd hired somebody to be like, <laughs> well, turn around because <laughs> Damien has one of each. Come on out, Damien. Just a tray. Um, it's is so hard there- to even talk about it because then you really want them. I know. Like, do you ever, do you ever like, I mean, what was I watching? Oh, I feel like Sam and I were watching Simpsons one night and it was like one in the morning because you're like trying to fall asleep and they had like a big pretzel. It's animated. It's not even a real big pretzel. And they had a big pretzel and I was like, oh my God, I want a big pretzel. He's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, like so bad. He's like, do you want to get one tomorrow? And I was like, no, I want like right now. Like I don't want, and he's like, do you want, I I don't know how we'd get, and I was like, no, no, no. I just, I mean, we're going to sleep. I don't want one. And then the next day I totally forgot about it until like 6 PM. And I was like, Oh yeah, I don't, that sounds gross now. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> that was so weird that you want it. I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes it just really hits you where you're like, I got to have top ramen. Although everyone, every like six years, I'm like, I really want top ramen and oh, yeah. then I get top ramen and it's always worth it. Always. Always. Wait, are you doing oh. t- so top ramen, not cup of noodle, huh? You were on the no, other side of the tracks. Trash. All right, easy. Sorry. I have very intense feelings. You well, like cup up, of noodle? Up in the Northwest. I had cup of noodle until I dropped it all over my... I'm surprised that I even have a working penis at this point. Because <laughs> I spilled cup of soup on it in the fifth grade. And the water was at... It was fresh out of the microwave. This Ooh. is just like, you know... And this was just good. You're like, cup of noodle. Like, you were just having a cheat meal? No, this was single mom dinner four nights a week right. and so i'm spilling this shit and it burned i mean so bad i'm feel i'm tapping into it right now it was awful my sister just laughed and wow. was just like that's what you get and um yeah it, so that that kind of took cup of soup out of the rotation for a minute because i just didn't trust myself yeah that's fair um ramen is like a whole thing you gotta you gotta it has to be on the stove you gotta have. It's more of an art to it, yeah. There's, there's, Cup of soup is for the lazy, fat kids, you know. Um, <laughs> when I did top ramen, top ramen's one of those things too that makes you feel like you can eat it while you're sick and that you're yeah. taking care of yourself, but you're <laughs> so not. You're, you're like, actually oh, making it worse. Yeah, you're like I'm nourishing myself. This is soup, and it's like not really. That's like a chemical. That's like a <laughs> hot water chemical cocktail. <laughs> put like angel hair in like you're not <laughs> yeah you're not it's one of those things too you just go i don't want to know what top ramen's made of like yeah. i hate i hate those people that go you know what's in that right dude please don't ruin this for me it's a once in a blue moon thing and i want to enjoy it and if it's the thing that takes me out then that was that's that was supposed to be my story that was supposed to be my story <laughs> yeah i feel that way about taco bell too is like sometimes when you really want taco bell <sighs> And it's like you have it and it's perfect. It's like perfect. so sometimes you go to a shitty Taco Bell and it like you're like, this was not this wasn't worth it. It mm-hmm. didn't spot. But then sometimes you go and you're like, the people at this Taco Bell care about what they're doing. Yeah. The, the ratio's perfect. This is this has not been sitting out. They made this for me. <laughs> and I'm good for the next like year. I'm okay. good. 
Oh, the rapper's fresh. It likes it's almost like a new book. Like the like you just fit. You're like it's like the new like wax paper. Like you're like this is fresh off the press. Yes, I'm at the Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> getting French rap supreme. <laughs> did you read? Did you read a lot as a kid? Do you read now? You seem like someone that strikes me as someone that's like I'll take a book wreck from a stranger and follow through. I'll I'll take a book wreck and I will buy the book and I will not read it. Um, gotcha. I saw. I saw, I read a lot as a kid because um, I wasn't cool and I was undergoing uh, traumatic events. And yes. I saw a TikTok recently. This is, look, whatever. I'm 27. I'm on TikTok. Fuck everybody. But there was That's this- That's the right that, age. Is it? No, everyone on TikTok who I think is my age is 24. Everybody's just like a little, and those three years make a big difference like they're so much more open-minded than I am. Like they make me feel elderly where they're like, well, why does that even matter? And I'm like, that's all that I thought. I thought that I was, I thought I was progressive. Like, it's just so, it's so humiliating uh, to be confronted with how old you are. But I saw this TikTok of this girl talking about, she goes, if you used to read a lot as a kid and you have trouble focusing now, and you like scroll on your phone a lot. She's like, you were using reading as a coping mechanism. And now you've just replaced it with something more distracting for you. And I was like, oh my God, because I got into TikTok during the pandemic when I was in like the depths of despair. Yeah, And that's why I think TikTok became more mainstream during the pandemic because people had the time to get into it. Because at first you're like, what is this? I don't really get this. There's no rhyme or reason to it and it takes time for the app to like learn what you like and show you stuff you like and it just i it was it's the only thing that really distracts me in a way nothing else does like there are nights where i'm like i don't know what i want to watch and i'm like oh i want to watch tiktok yeah well it's i don't know there's something too uh that's very I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but just to be able to see so much different shit in a short amount of time from yeah. all over the world, just like that is really appealing. Yeah. And I learned stuff from TikTok. I learned like there are therapists on TikTok. There are doctors on TikTok. There are makeup artists on TikTok. There are people cleaning on TikTok. There is a woman on TikTok named Anne. She's probably in her fifties or sixties. She lives in the English countryside she cleans homes. She's very happy. She's like grown. I know she has grown daughters because she's referenced them and I got jealous. And she, she is just pure. She, she makes like 12 TikToks a day. She makes them all day. She just, whatever she wants. Just here's my dog. Oh, some of you asked me how to clean a hardwood floor. Here's how you do it. Like just talking about current events and it's so comforting. And it got me through some of the darkest points this year. It's just knowing that Anne, there was a day she didn't post at all. And I was texting my siblings like, guys, I'm worried about Anne. She usually, it's wow. I, like, cause I got used, she's eight hours ahead of me. And so, you know, in the morning, she'd be like getting ready for bed. In my morning, she'd be getting ready for bed. And then like at night, she'd be just waking up if I was checking it at like midnight. And I just got really used to her. And I was like, yeah, of course this is going to make me feel better <laughs> than I don't know, reading Harry Potter again. Like, <laughs> is this, is, I, have a, I have a mom again. Like, this is great. Uh, yeah, there, yeah. I, it, would you consider that your vice? Because you don't drink, you don't smoke, nerd. 
Um, do I you? Think it probably is. I'm really, I'm very like specific about my diet and stuff. Like I do think my, my vice is probably TikTok, but I, I do watch it less now. There was a while when we shut down again, Mm. I'm every night. I was like in the bath at 6 PM watching TikTok for like, lovely. Oh my God. It was so nice, Adam. It was so nice. I'm just, I wish I could be luxury. I love that you say that you uh, take baths because I, that's like something that I secretly aspire. I wish I could be a bath guy. I don't know. Is that a thing? I just, a, a bath person because, and I know you're like, men don't bathe, men shower or take bathtubs. What's that? I don't, that? I don't say that. You're like, okay. I know you're doing this. No, I'm not. That's coming from you. That's your voice in your head. That's my instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real men stand up when they fucking wash themselves. Um, no, but I, you know what it is? It's the idea, too, of like truly taking it easy. I used to take baths when I played football in high school. I would take baths because that truly was a, you know, uh, a decompress and like, uh, you know, it's not like it was, we had, a, you know, wasn't going to like sports massages. That was my recovery, I guess, was like a, to wash off, but also just to chill because I fucking hurt. And I'm just like, you know. Um, I was about to say the only way men will take a bath is if they're like, my body's in physical pain. I'm going to fill this with either Epsom salt or ice. Yes. That's yeah. the only way to do it. And I've done it a few times, you know, with the ladies. But, <laughs> and I'm not a, I don't know. I'm not a giant fan. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. It's, um. I, you know, if you get the right candles, the right music, a lot of, uh, you know, um, Annie Lennox, you know, if you've got, I can chill the fuck out with like a really nice tub. You got to do it there. But a lot of nice hotels don't have a bath. They, they're a lot of nice hotels only have a shower. Yeah. So, um, Taylor, you now have. 535,000 Instagram followers. Yes. Thank you for noticing. I track every day. <laughs> is there, is there, um, I, I think I asked you this last time we chatted. And by the way, thanks for making time again. Um, do you feel more pressure now with the rising, um, you know, stardom and numbers to post more strategically, to post more? Do you are is it making you like look at the things like stand up wise to put up more or I see sometimes you even just post a dope pick with like tour dates and that does the trick like mm-hmm. you know but you're also you're you're sporadic with it you know There was a while I was posting once a day every day and I don't know how much that helps I really don't I I do feel like sometimes it hurts because then people are like, give me a fucking break. Like it's you every day. And I don't think I'm like a good enough photographer. Like there are like amazing accounts that I'm like, I want to see you every day. Yeah. I don't have that type of account. I don't think so. And I also don't want to beat people over the head with tour dates. And I kind of am like, I posted a picture today that I didn't put any tour dates on. And it was probably the first one in a long time. But yeah, I mean, I think I've, I mean, even like posting at certain times of day is just, just, 
strategic. Wow. Couldn't even say that word for a minute. Um, and I think we all do that, right? Yeah. yeah. Nobody's like throwing up posts at 11 PM anymore. No, that seems a bit, I don't know what that movie is. I, you know, there's certain times where the best, uh, you know, they're more opportune, I guess, for the, uh, the reach, but, um, yeah. I don't know is, uh, when you do the uh, the question, like if you're traveling, that's always seems to be your engagement with that stuff is always real impressive because it's a great way to connect with your fans. Also, you post some fucking some of these questions that people ask you are very much just like, I didn't know you took a stand up class and that you're it was you and your dad signed up for it. Like, what was the best part? You know, something that's real deep, uh, uh, deep cut like that, and then some are just real, like just go. F- I mean you know, like, I don't know, not like favorite sexual position, but like fate, like what was something that really got you really depressed recently? Like something that's just like, and then you, and then you post those ones too. It's like a real nice balance of, um, you know, it's a, it's a more, uh, thorough, I guess, uh, insight into, into what's yeah, going on. I try to do a nice balance of like, here's some real advice I would give about this situation. And here's one where I'm like, this is a dipshit question. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, let's be funny about it, but also here's some nice ones. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. And it's, it's pretty lazy. It's just so I, I am not somebody who's good at like selfieing my day. Mm. I'm not good at doing stories where I'm like, I'm over here. This is what we're doing. You know what I think is weird? Like, I'm not good at that. Neither. The only way I know how to engage consistently on stories. And I post so many swipe up links that I'm like, okay, I'll answer some questions and then throw the swipe up link in there because people will just stop watching your stories if all it is is like, buy tickets to this, buy tickets to this, buy tickets to this. And I am I thank God that Instagram added that question and answer feature because it's made, it's made that so much easier. And I get so many questions, I can't get to all of them. And so I usually just like answer a bunch. And then if I feel like, you know, there are enough dots at the top. Like, if you feel like you've answered enough, you're like, okay, I can probably stop now. <laughs> but it just, it is time consuming. It takes a long time. And you do get the same questions over and over and over. And, uh, you know, it's, I can't, you're like, you really think nobody else has asked, are you single today? Like, that's what you're going to do. Like, yeah, that was your one shot. Got to yeah, shoot my shot. Yeah, yeah. When you're in Kansas City, can I take you on a date? No. Who are you? <laughs> by you're the way, there's a dog. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no intro, by the way. No like name. No, no joke. No. Uh, yeah. And if your profile picture isn't even of you, that's a red flag in my book. Huge red flag. Or like, I just I don't understand people sliding into the DMs of someone they don't know and. Now- like a a person with a larger following and thinking like like genuinely thinking i'm gonna send this paragraph and maybe they'll see it like what are you doing now do you read those if you see a big one are you does it pique your interest or are you like well you can't tell if they're long until yeah. you look at them i mean right. i'm sometimes i'm good about checking dms and sometimes i'm not um but yeah every once in a while you look through them and you're like you're like this is crazy. And I have that community app and like, you just get to that's texting. So people are even weirder on there and you're just like, all right. But then sometimes people are really sweet and nice and they write you a long thing about 
how they relate to you. And they also broke off an engagement and their mom's dead. And you're like, okay, all right. That was sweet. Like right. <laughs> those are nice. But I also, can you, do you do meet and greets after shows? Oh yeah. I do you still do them? Oh yeah. Even with COVID and stuff. Yeah. Um, Just carefully. Yeah. As much as I can. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, yeah. 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 I, try to be careful. Try to, try to be, not right up on you. I try to bow it a lot and not touch the hands. Um, I feel like that's maybe my way of being a little safer, but um, I don't know. I guess it's also, you know, think about it from this standpoint. It's like, you know, I'm sure it does, even at your level, help to to do that stuff, you know, to, to keep the connection with them. Um, but they're already coming to the shows and you have no problem, <clears throat> you know, expanding the audience just because of, you know, what you're doing. But I feel like I need to, you know, still do that. And would like to think that I'll do that as things progress. But um, I also like it. Um, <clears throat> and I, yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, it's also like a thing. It's a, it's like I'm trying to get, you know, to tag me in that picture and post it. And like, you know, wish I had like the uh, chutzpah to be like what Joe Coy used to do, which was bring in a photographer and having them post the pictures on like his yeah. site. And you could go to the site and get it. But and then. So it had to, you know, some um, that you whole thing, but or you I'm not sure if you had to pay for it. I think it was just getting it off his site, <clears throat> making sure he controlled the picture and the quality of it, I think. Wow, yeah. that's impressive. Totally. That's um, a dick move. What's that? It is. Yeah. It's a dick move. Yeah, he's been a photographer. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get a little better like that with at least just the clips that I put up and invest in that part. And, yeah. and because I have so many crazy crowd work thing happens uh happen every show i i'm like it makes me to put that up it's just you know it just does matter like our boy taylor that shoots uh, our stuff in arizona there's a significant it's you it know incredible. yeah people are like where can i watch this special totally people think you, like film the thing and you're yeah like, no i would have put on more makeup or <laughs> yeah. a better jacket this is <laughs> this is just a really talented person who filmed it. You do love your jackets. Now you're saying sliding into DMs is a tricky move. What if it was Leo? What if Leo slid into your DM to say how big of a fan he is, and also he's starting a new line of women's jackets, and he wants you to like? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Is that oh, who you're talking about? Who's yeah. Leo? Wow, I guess I just assumed there was only one. Oh, I guess there. I was just like, <laughs> who? Like, <laughs> who did you think I was? Who did you think of when I said that, or were you just lost? I was like who's leo for a second gotcha. and, and i just needed the whole name i guess what if i was just like a leo just a guy who's astrological sign um right. no if uh leo dicaprio I, no he would never i'm too old good night everybody i can't we'll be so, right back <laughs> never would never happen i get that these are hypotheticals but i can't entertain impossible hypotheticals how about this like, who's oh, sorry i'm not 19 well <laughs> not with that attitude well how about <laughs> this how about who would be the one to slip into your dms celeb wise and not even like you know that's my hall path but like somebody that that gets in there that you're like holy shit you know what i'm saying where they give you like like you know i think um eliza had that which uh, channing tatum like channing you know, tatum slid into her dms she, I think, mentioned something about him. He saw her special, reached out, and then she met him somehow. But yeah. Really cool. Totally. So, like, is there one like that where you would really step back and go, boy, 
Um, yeah, Lily James. That's that's who it would be. All right. Well, we gotta we gotta figure that out next time. I don't. don't... I actually really I don't know. I'm I'm so surprised anytime anyone's seen it. Hmm. Like I did Sophia Bush's podcast, and I was like, oh wow, my PR team really did a great job getting me on this podcast and she's like no i just saw your special i loved your special and she sent me like a video of her watching it she's like i show your special to friends of mine she's like you don't get it i really love your special and that was pretty cool so anytime like anytime somebody i just see is so far above me is like i saw your special i'm like what who yeah how they put it on your netflix too (laughs) i I can't believe that so i don't know is there someone you would love to see your stuff and like slide in? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I jokingly said, you know, Tom Hanks at a Panera, but if I did see him there, I would legit get real fired up. One of my faves, um, Denzel too. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. For, um, I like Dave Matthews a lot and I've met him <laughs> once, but yeah. if he was a fan, if he, that's always cool. People that, and that's another thing why it's cool to have people that you respect in a certain in their world see you in your element. And that's what was really cool about um, Lily coming to the store was uh, just you know I wanted to again take advantage of being able to share a, a cool experience with people that hadn't been to the comedy store before, like yeah. comedy show in L.A. But also it's like cool when when you know people that you know you're like wow you are a fucking G in your line of work. And then they're looking at you thinking that with that yeah. and stand up truly is that for so many people. And we forget that where it's like, they're like, I don't even know, you know, how you're, uh, you know, just the amount of respect people have for us. Yeah. Um, you know what else is funny? I do think there are also a lot of people who don't feel that way, who are just outside of entertainment in general, who like, I was talking to, Oh, I think I was talking to Sam about this where I was talking about seeing friends of mine, from like high school who had like families or whatever. And he, I was just like, man, I just, I just think their lives look so nice and so calm and whatever. And he's like, yeah, but they probably are like looking at your life going like, man, that would be amazing. That would be so cool. And I was like, no, I don't think they are. Like, I really don't think they are. I think they're like, I don't know how you're traveling that much. I don't know how you're doing. Oh, you know who I saw? Delaney just moved into a new place. Delaney Fisher used to yep. do stand up. Yep. She doesn't do it anymore. She she quit a while. She's so funny. She's so good at it. Yeah. She works for herself. She has like, she does like, she's a business consultant and right. works for herself and is crushing it. Yeah, real smart, and real funny. Yeah, just moved into a new place with her her husband, and I went over and saw it, and it's just like, it's just like a little home, and I was like, man, like that just is a different life than the one I'm living where I was just like in New York and on the road for three weeks and just got home like two days ago and I'm only home for three days. And then I go back on the road and he was like, yeah, but I'm sure she's looking at your life going like, that's really cool. And I was like, yeah, I think she thinks it's cool, but she doesn't want to do this. Right. Like she knows what it's like. And she's like, right. that's a lot. Like I'm right. good. And I think just as many people are like, Oh, I'm good. I, I don't want, I wouldn't want to do that. I think it's totally. cool. You can do it, but I don't want to do it. It is a grass is always greener thing, but I think it's, I mean, I'm have similar friends like that where they, some are like, let me know when you need, you're at a level where you need like that entourage and you need people to travel with you and do this. And I have one friend with three kids 
who means it, who he wow. is like, I will leave my family to go <laughs> on the road with you. And he, and he actually would be a great, I don't know if it's tour manager or what, but he would, he would crush that. And it's, you know, I hope it happens at some point, but, but he, uh, he also is such, he's crushing it with his kids. He loves, he's a homebody. He loves that, but he, he's a guy too, where I, it made me, you know, go, Oh, maybe you can do both with kids. Cause he finds a balance. Sometimes he has to bring a kid to a certain thing to be able to do it. But he also like works it out with his wife to where it's like, I'm going to make sure I put in all the time and earn up the points so that I can use them on this getaway. And, um, and just find that balance, which I think is tough to do, but, um, you need a place for that, you you gotta have- 1000%. Cause I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to have kids. I have no idea. Like, Me neither. Don't know how I'm going to do it. And I want them, but is that fair? I don't know. Yeah. You mentioned uh, high school uh, pals, and I want to ask you, and I don't know if anyone's asked you this on your travel days, on your IG story, uh, Temecula Valley High School is where you went. Uh-huh. Do you know the list when you Google famous alumni? The people that, yes, the, I do. The people that pop up? Yes, I do. Well, okay. I don't, I've never Googled that, but a friend of mine from high school did he messaged me at one point and said, like, you're on, like, the notable alumni part of Wikipedia. Top five. Top five. And it's, like, me and, like, a baseball player and, like, another sports person and then I think, like, a porn star. Yeah. And Nicole think, Aniston. Is that who it is? Nicole Aniston. Uh, by the way, it says adult actress. Oh, I'm sorry. Now – why can't they just say porn star? I said star. So I think that's better than adult actress. I think adult actress is actually insulting because it's almost like saying little person to a dwarf. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's star just sound more successful. Adult actress sounds like you're saying extra. Yeah. You know, it sounds like you didn't even have the sex. It sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like you came over and were like, keep it down. Like, it sounds like you were the person who like, hot the porn stars like you were just yeah. like somebody's boyfriend in the porn who's like what <laughs> like it doesn't had one line I, yeah, yeah yeah and i didn't know who that was i don't know when she graduated i didn't recognize i recognized like one name on there and i was like i think he graduated with me but there were I also think... like 900 people in my graduating class oh really yeah it was big so i didn't know most people we had a girl who uh became a, an exotic dancer, I think, slash adult actress for a little bit. And back in the MySpace days, and I remember when a buddy sent me a link to her page and her name was Rain. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Kept it in the family. She's from Seattle. She was like, <laughs> my name is going to be kind of tied to my, uh, you know, my upbringing. But um, there's got to be, I mean, how many people have someone from their high school that has gone on to do that type of work probably more than we think yeah probably more than we think probably more than comedians i'm sure mm. i just know? read this article of this gal she was a an icu nurse and she uh quit because she was making i think 60 grand a month on OnlyFans, yeah. and she was crushing it at the hospital but her co-workers they found she would like post these like you know provocative pics on the on the gram and they took it to the boss and the boss was like i'm gonna let you out with a warning you know just because i liked it you know no I, I don't know what he said but he but he uh 
they get a rough warning and said like don't be posting that stuff so then she did the only thing was crushing it but under like an alias and other coworkers found that signed up for it showed it to the boss and they were like you can't do this if you want to work here so she quit and she was like that sucks she goes i didn't need it she goes i made way more money she goes but i'm really good at my job and i love doing that and like she had a deep history of medical uh care and and uh and just uh in that uh, line of work as far it sounded like she was you know an asset and you're like oh what a bummer that they were just like and she's like i don't even need to do this i'm doing it because i actually enjoy like this is so i guess i'll just go make more money doing that but what do you feel about that which part um who are you voting I feel for like no. i should have gotten on only fans instead of this probably <laughs> no i'm not hot enough um Shush. i is that what you're asking about how do you feel about the people that have adjusted like that and and from careers like that from being like a, a an icu nurse to then just to i guess anybody who you know pre or post pandemic is making cash that way i mean like look, if you had a close friend that was doing it would you judge them or would you be like go get yours oh i know people who do it and it's like yeah go get yours if you're i i can't do it because i'm not comfortable doing it but I don't have any judgment about it. Like, yeah. I think if you don't feel comfortable doing something, you know, it's like, I I don't know. I don't really have any feelings about it. I never really think about it. I think it's really hard to be successful at that. I think people like probably write off, uh, I don't know, whoever, adult actresses, only people on OnlyFans. It's like, you're not like guaranteed to make a bunch of money from that. Like yeah. you do from what I've heard, still have to like promote yourself and like you're creating your own content. Like you have to invest in it. Like it's not, it's not like, Oh, just go do this and you can make so much money. It's like, no, there's a lot involved in it. There's talent and appearance and the ability to promote yourself and know what people want. And like, Hey, I, I am so, I will never judge anything that I couldn't do, mm. you know? Yeah. What the fuck do I know about any of it? Like, I'm like impressed you figured out how to make money that way. I feel the same way about people on OnlyFans that I feel about Delaney being a business consultant. I'm like, how the fuck did you land that? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, totally. How do you do that? Like, yeah. Delaney not only is a business consultant who works for herself, she has built up such a resume and such a word of mouth reputation. She deleted all of her social media because she's like, I don't want to be on social media. And it's like crushing it. She's like turning people away. She's like, I have too many clients. Like, wow. That's like what I mean is like anybody who can create their own job and cultivate their own like fan base or client base, whatever you're doing, whether it's sex work or consulting or an Etsy shop, like, I think that is so hard because mm. there's so many people trying to do exactly what you're doing 1, and you do have to, you do have to know what you're doing and, uh, and really put the time in. I don't think it's like this easy fallback plan that everybody yeah. puts it into that box. I think. Totally. Any, anything that even at that level, you're right, like involves a lot of, dedication work and enough passion to where you're excited about it to where you can try to turn it into something lucrative if that's the uh the goal uh taylor what if what? she were 
like an elementary school teacher yeah and they found that that's different like you can't be like i think if you're on tiktok and you're a teacher you should be in prison like i think that if you're i think that if you're lip syncing olivia rodrigo lyrics and posting it you that's not okay like i think <laughs> if you're like a te- there are certain jobs where you're like you can't be doing that and i think no. it's pretty much only teacher like if your kids could find you online yes that's like a different thing i think but maybe i don't know they cue all the emails <laughs> Because I'm like, why would you, why is it a big deal if you're doing that? Why can't you work at the hospital? Like, what reason do they have? Just like, well, patients might recognize you. Is that the reason behind it? Yeah. If anything, you're bringing more notoriety to the, like, maybe they're wanting to go to that hospital because it's almost like the way you hear about a good bagel at a deli. You're like, we're going to Cantor's instead of Greenblatt's because the sesame seeds are bigger. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Obviously, it's a very difficult time for everyone right now. We're all uh, challenged in finding a day-to-day routine that uh, that makes our lives uh, consistent and awesome. And if there's something that's interfering with your happiness right now or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Uh, BetterHelp is a professional counseling service online, private, And it's so convenient. Um, I've used it for a little bit now. It's truly the only way uh, that I've found uh, to help get uh, my own issues dealt with on my own time uh, at my own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with your licensed professional counselor right now. They're specialized in depression, anger, stress, anxiety, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or relationships, uh, sleeping, which I have a lot of uh, trouble with, trauma, self-esteem. Anything that you share with them is confidential. And guess what? If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, at any time, you can request a new one for no additional charge. There's 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states available worldwide. And again, there's four ways to communicate with them. Text, chat, phone, and video. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's available on any desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. Schedule a video or phone session, generally weekly, unless your therapist schedules more, uh, unless you just are really not sleeping and need to get some, uh, some, some additional chats in. Uh, there's broad expertise in the network, which may not uh, which may not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure, it's convenient, it's professional, and above all, it's affordable. All right, it's truly the most affordable option I found. So right now, all ALN listeners are going to get ten percent off your first month with a discount code about last night. So why not get started today and start making some changes for the better in your life? You deserve it. So go to betterhelp.com slash about last night. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash about last night. Betterhelp.com slash about last night and get 10% off your first month with promo code about last night. And now back to the episode. It's also like adult tattletales. Oh my God. Ew. What are you to quote Sebastian? Aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> I think people are, I think people judge stuff that they're secretly jealous of. They just like, they can't do it. Yes. That's all it is. Uh, what shows did you get into, uh, in the last, uh, few months on the road? Because you've been hitting it hard. Your tour dates are nonstop coming up until the special. So what's getting you through when you really need to decompress? You mentioned late night Simpsons, but, um, what else? 
watched, um, I really got into Rick and Morty, never watched Rick and Morty, blew through that, rewatching it. So the whole, every show, every season. Yeah. I did really? one episode. What? I did one. I played Johnny Depp. I don't remember. Oh yeah, what you did. Oh yeah. You said you watched one episode. Yeah. I remember <laughs> Sam and I watching it. We're like, Hey, Adam Ray. Yeah. <laughs> you just pop up in so many things that I'm kind of like nonplussed by it now. I'm just like, Oh yeah, Sam. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that show is so funny and I'm a hard, yeah. I'm a hard laugh. Like I don't laugh very easily. I was going to ask like, what makes you really laugh hard? Cause I've, we've had uh, it, I, you have a very infectious hard laugh and I can tell that you are like selective and a little picky. And I think most of us are uh, comedians yeah. I'm speaking of, but like, it takes a lot for me to, I wish I laughed the times when I laugh really hard. I'm like, fuck, I wish I did that every day but I'm, I don't know if it's jaded or seeing too much or doing comedy too much that you, your, you know, your, uh, your palate is just, um, you know, specific, but when you laugh real hard and genuine, it's, it's pretty infectious. What gets you going usually to, to get you there? You me laugh really hard. I don't laugh that hard very often. It's really, really tough. Like if I laugh really hard where you're like, Oh my God, it hurts. It's probably something someone close to me said, during a private moment yeah. or like or some weird tv show like i really like the last movie i laughed really hard at was probably like mcgruber during the pandemic because i'd never seen it that was probably the last time i've laughed really hard at a movie and i have i have like so few movies that have made me laugh really hard and before I... that it's like bridesmaids in high school yes I love that you said McGruber because no joke, when I tell people, when people ask, what's the last movie you, in the theater, you remember laughing it? I go, I know there was probably one since McGruber. I go, but that's the one I last remember crying because I was laughing so hard. When he's in the cemetery and uh, buck naked, I think having sex with the ghost of, of was it Kristen Wiig's character or Maya Rudolph? I think it was Maya Rudolph. He's my Rudolph. Yeah. And they pan back and he's <laughs> buck naked, dry humping the air. And you see like the graveyard guy staring at him. I was just like, I mean, I'm it's such a sophomoric, like filthy, whatever. But Will Forte is also just brilliant to me. But yeah. Oh, my God. So good. It's yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really not an easy laugher. Sam laughs really hard mm. all the time. Like cool. he is a much easier laugh. And it's very charming and sweet because I would have never expected that from him. But he laughs really hard at stuff. Like we watched, like, I think, oh, I think you should leave. There was one sketch that made me laugh really hard mm. on a plane. The one, did you see the most recent season? Yes. Yeah. Season two, the one where he, they're doing like the prank show and they put him in the bodysuit. <laughs> I was laughing so hard on a flight. I had to close it. And like, give myself a minute because I was just I was next to this old guy who was sleeping and I was laughing so hard under a mask. I had to stop. It was like nighttime. It was like a nighttime flight. So that made me laugh. Really, that was probably the last thing that made me laugh really hard. I watched The Undoing on HBO and Have you that. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's with Hugh Grant and uh, Nicole Kidman. And it was something that I saw. I don't even know if I saw a trailer for it, but I just saw like and I'm like, that looks like boring. And then Kelsey, Kelsey Cook told me to watch it. She's like, it's so good. And I was like, ugh, all right. And then I didn't, I didn't watch it for like two weeks. And then my sister and I just put it on because we're like, we have to work on stuff on our computer, but let's just put it on. 
and we were like, fuck, this is really good. We watched the first two episodes and then I had to fly the next day. And I was like, yeah, Sam, just catch up to me and then I'll watch the rest with you. And I couldn't wait. And I just watched the rest of it. And then I got to New York and he was like, you watched it all. I was like, I'll rewatch it with you right now. I will start (laughs) it over right now. And I did. I watched the whole thing twice in like three days and it was great both times. It was so good. Amazing. That rarely happens. Yeah, it does rarely happen. Do you like uh, going back and forth to New York? Um, obviously, it's, you know, to to make things good with you and Sam, but it, do you like the going back and forth? It's also just I'm on the road so much. I will say doing the road out of New York is a lot easier mm. than out of L.A. Yeah. Just because you gain time. Like, I have to leave the day before certain gigs unless I want to fly out at, like, 6 a.m. Yeah. Out of L.A., so that's a lot easier. I do really like New York. The summer is disgusting. And I do not want to spend a lot of time there, like in January. Um, but I do really like New York. And I'm trying to see if I can do, you know, the bi-coastal thing. I just, I'm from California. So like being back in California just feels very relaxing to me. And I think a yeah. lot of people feel that way. Because even in New York, when you're like, this is great, I love it. You're still kind of like, tense because there's so much going on yeah um well you um i'm constantly impressed at how uh you take care of yourself from all the stuff that's going on because that is another like in and of itself you know easier said than done move just to you know be um you know, mentally and physically with everything you're doing and all the travel, like you probably have gotten so good with a routine as far as like packing and when you unpack and what you're putting in and like, or I mean, do you get excited when the week is coming up and you don't have to travel like this next week? Or are you kind of like, all right, here we go again. And then you get to the shows and then you're able to like get into it or like which part of it gives you, um, I guess, stress and what, what takes that away? I get nervous the day before I leave for a gig and then once you're there you're like this is great you're at work this is fun shows are fun but i definitely get nervous before travel days depending on how difficult it is it's why like i opt to fly in the day before sometimes because it's just less stressful yeah and it's a lot to be flying for like eight hours and then go do two shows i'm like this is i don't want to do this anymore um and i've just prioritized sleep as much as i can because that makes a huge difference for me um and yeah you get better at packing and you figure out what you're willing to buy when you get there you're like i need toothpaste there or whatever um but yeah i think you have to figure out what works for you that's why it's nice having dustin on the road with me so much is like we just have a routine like it's awesome you know we he wakes up earlier than i do i text him when i wake up and I'm like, are you out getting coffee? Where are you? And he's like, nope, I'm just in my room working on stuff. Whenever you want to leave and get breakfast, then we like get breakfast. We take a walk. You know, we go do something in the city that we're in and then yeah. we go back to the hotel. So we have like two hours before shows and you go do shows. And I think you're right. I think having a routine when you're traveling as much as we are is so important. So you don't just lose your goddamn mind. Yeah. Which can happen. Uh, even when you have a routine. Yes. But yes. like, when, I remember when we, when we were in Aspen and we did our show and then you were like, peace. And I was like, I think I'm going to go try to find Becky Robinson out in downtown Aspen. And you were like, good luck. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. 
We have fun with that Where's Waldo mission. I (laughs) am going to go to sleep. I'm like, that sounds very fun. I'm sure wherever Becky Robinson is, it's a great time going on. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm not. I, I would like to be more open to stuff like that on the road. I just, I'm just tired, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm gone so much. I travel so much. You do so many shows. I don't have the stamina. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. It's a lot. The uh, people think it's just all fun and it is a lot, but it's like, man, there's a lot that goes in, especially after two shows when I will be in places where friends come out, like just, you know, in Seattle a few months ago and buddies I hadn't seen in a long time, like eight came out to the last show and I was done. And I wanted to go back to my folks place. I stay with them when I'm there. And, you know, my I know my mom would be up, shoot the shit. She'd probably have some sort of late night mom meal, have that chill. But it was like went out and and, and you know, you try to then go or if I'm going to do it, like rise up. I'm not going to, you know, go crazy, but at least like be present and try to it's honestly a lot of times. And this is a tough balance. And, and I'm curious how you deal with it, too. When you go, oh, wow, they all came out. Only, only one of them didn't have kids, so it was there like, we haven't seen you in a while. We got the pass to come to the show and yeah. stay out for a while. So I was like, I have no option here. Yeah. And yeah. Like, the show is still happening. Totally. And it's still going on. Yeah, and you're like, I wish I could just say, and, and they would understand if I was just, I'm tired, but, but then for sure they'd be bummed and be like, what the fuck? Like, this is our, like, you know. We, we but like, you can do that without me. I, that's why I have a hard time doing meet and greets. I'm worried about getting sick. I was worried about getting sick even before COVID. Yeah. Also, though, it's just people, it's, I just, my jokes are very personal. And I, I'm like, I just told you guys a lot of stuff about me. Like, did I not give you enough? Totally. You know, like, I can't then go out and talk to you about your very personal experience that, like, is similar to mine and be affected in that way. Like, it's just it's too much to then do that and then go do another show. If I was just doing one, that would be, it would, that would be a different thing. But yeah. you know, when friends of mine are like, we're coming to your show. Um, do you want to get dinner beforehand? I'm usually like, Oh, I can't, but I, I of course will come out and say hi. Like yeah. I want to say hi after, Yeah. but I can't, I can't be like going to dinner and then going on stage, you know, 30 minutes later. It's too much. It's too much. All right, we're going to close out with a quick 10 question inside the Actor Studio questionnaire. RIP to the late, great James Lipton. You would have been on the show, no doubt, at some point. So let's do it now. Taylor, what is your favorite word? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. All right, we can come back to it. I know. My siblings and I just saw Princess Bride at Street Food Cinema, so I'll say inconceivable. Yes. Great call and great movie. Wait, is that where they do the outdoor? Yeah, they have a bunch of locations. I'd never been to one, but they go all the time. And uh, they did Princess Bride at like some ranch, some like nature reserve. And it was so cool. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. What is your least favorite word? Oh. (laughs) I really, I really hate the word pussy. I really don't like it. To me, it's like up there with moist. You know, people don't like the word moist. I'm like, yeah. Like, I just can't. It's got it's yeah, it's the uh so what so okay, so what if what if you were a big fan of like the pussy willow tree? Would you be how would you handle that? 
All right. I don't know. I'm look. It's being a fan of a how would you handle it if you liked? If it was my favorite tree, I'd probably feel differently. Look, it's been almost. It, look, it's been, once I hit the hour mark, the questions just really take a turn. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. What what turns you on? Sexually or just in general? Like people just- ask that, and I think it's in general. But I think you can say, like Matthew McConaughey, when I asked him this, said. Uh, confidence and uh and then tits no uh he said um (laughs) what if he was like confident breasts uh no he uh good posture posture. (laughs) that does sound like a mcconaughey answer what's that really does it for me good posture i think confidence is a good answer i like confidence i like honesty and i like uh i like when people have very like chill energy and are comfortable with themselves Mm. Probably because I'm jealous of it, and I don't feel like I have that all the time. So that's all. That's all a turn on for me. All right, now give me the uh, materialistic. Um, you know the the beefy answer. What's the uh... beefy answer? I mean, oh god, like physically. Yeah, like a good oh, back. No. I feel like I mean, sure. Who doesn't love a good back? <laughs> I'm not, I think people are really into backs, but I'm not one of those people who's like, turn around before we go any further. Uh, <laughs> Do this. Want to yeah. see all those muscles work. Yeah. I like, uh, what do I, what do I think is attractive? Uh, like eyes. A is shoulder, a, like a broad yeah. shoulder is good. But I also, I tend to, I tend to go for like tall, thin people which is probably pretty, uh, pretty shallow of me, <laughs> but I like, I like that. I like a, I like a good voice. Mm. People have great voices. That's very attractive. Sam does have a great voice. Such a good voice. Yeah. Such a good voice. Um, and is very, and is very good at doing like accents and stuff, which is weird. Like very, like very like silly dude. It's very strange. That's cool. Um, but uh, yeah, good hair, good teeth. Yep. Yeah. How about just teeth in general. Teeth in general. I love. I look. Teeth is a deal breaker for me. <laughs> I don't want to come off like a bitch here. No. Um, I need at least four teeth uh, <laughs> to even to even go to coffee with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got to be up front. I mean, if you have no molars, that's between you and God. But I. Need- <laughs> I need some party teeth. I need some, this is my person teeth. Yeah. I don't want to have to say, prove it. When you tell me you have four teeth in the back <laughs> and you're like, well, they're just, in, they're hiding in the back. I save them. It's my, they're my play. It's how I get up. And you're like, this is, I have to go. <laughs> my friend's waiting for me. Um, love, love good hair, good teeth. Uh, yeah. Everybody likes good skin. Mm. Um, people who know how to dress themselves. <laughs> I mean like people who just know how to dress yeah impressive um <laughs> it's yeah. impressive it yeah. is all right nice. good that's a good thorough that's answer right. all right taylor what is what is your favorite curse word i mean probably fuck it's just so it's Universal. so multi-purpose you know yeah. it's like you can just you can put it on anything now do you like hitting the uh yeah it's like a nutella if you were to hit the F harder? Or are you more of like coming in uh, with the CK? Like, are you like fuck, or is it just a good fuck? I like a I like a staccato fuck. I think. Yeah. 
I like, I like when I get really mad, I call, I like that you can use fuck in different ways. I can be a verb, an adjective. I like that you can call someone a fuck. Totally. So good. Uh, somebody was telling me the other day, they're like, I wish I said, uh, oh, it was Joel McKaylee goes, I wish I could say get fucked more like the way the British do. He's like, I want to adopt that and like have that be in the rotation. Was like, get fucked. So good. Get fucked, motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck me. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck off. Fuck off is real powerful. I am a big fan. I told a kid once to fuck off and it felt great. He was 15, but we were playing. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, uh, uh, a pickup game at the uh, gym where my folks live and, and these kids were just being little shits and ball hogs. And one of them was just talking shit. And I said, fuck off. This is a, and it built up, by the way. And he had said a lot of things to me that I won't repeat um, because they were true and hurtful. No. Um, I would have given you 12. Thank you. So you said 15. <laughs> would have given you 12. <laughs> and that was all right. 12 is, yeah. 12, I feel like you are dishing it out. So... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even by 10, I mean, some of the shit my uh, nephew says to me at seven, I'm like, wow. Um, Porn on your phone, you can fuck off. <laughs> uh, what sound of noise do you love? What sound? Of, these are very sexual questions. Well, these are all, it's, it, look, this is, this is Lipton's doing. So, oh, this is Lipton's lip. Wow. This, I, these are I the actual. A full inside the actor's studio. Oh, yeah, baby. This is what it was. So. What sound do I love? I like I like the sound of rain. Cool. That's good. The adult actress we were just talking about. I like the sound <laughs> of rain. <laughs> good callback. Wow. And I wish you meant that. <laughs> That's so funny. I like the sound just her, whether it's, you know, her, you know, mid film or <laughs> discussing an upcoming project. I like rain towards the end. Um, that's what I like. <laughs> I really do like that too. That's and we don't get enough of that down here. It's anytime we get an overcast day or a rainy day, love it because it takes me back home and I really love those days. But then I think you get spoiled down here. Two days of it, I'm like, let's go, sunshine. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what sound or noise do you hate, Taylor? Um, oh my God. I was just on the street in LA and I hate I hate when cars like rev like I hate loud cars oh, I don't yeah. I'm a car person so I don't know the proper terminology when cars are like like I hate that yeah. so much it like it makes me cringe it makes me physically angry and tense and it can put me in a bad mood for like 20 minutes oh wow that bad. it's really it really affects me almost like it's directed towards you like they're like Taylor Tomlinson's at the comedy store patio. You know what to do, Barry. <laughs> I also I also hate the sound of the subway going by you when you're not getting on it. Like the screeching. I hate it. I hate it so much. I cover my ears. I think uh, I'm sensitive to sounds. <laughs> <laughs> what a great realization to have mid-pod. <laughs> what profession other than other than your own would you like to attempt? I mean OnlyFans. I think we've established it. No, we have. We have. I would like to be. I would like to have an OnlyFans where I uh, only do. I only do uh, pornographic scenes as an elementary school teacher. Um, <laughs> yep, that is probably. I, I mean, I got it all in there. Um, 
No, I think I always used to say teacher, but I don't I think kids annoy me and it is a lot of performing all day. I'd love to write like kids books. I think that would be cool. Whoa. Do what you want all day. I think that'd be a fun one. Wow. I yeah. It's so funny when people say certain things they want to do. And I don't know what there's probably a word to describe this. I don't know if they get serendipity or kismet. It's in that ballpark. But you saying that made total sense to me. And I almost I could almost see it happening. You know what I'm oh, saying? You yeah. just saying it where I go, yep, yeah, that's the thing you'll do. Yeah. Is what I just heard. What is that? I don't know. That's maybe what I'm supposed to be doing. You're like, you should do that. Yes. <laughs> No, that just sounded, yeah, I just feel like I see that whole world uh, for you. So put a, put a pin in that. All right, last one. Um, uh, oh, wait, second to last. What profession would you not like to do? Um, for real, OnlyFans. I really, I couldn't keep up with that. I'd be, I'd be so uh, uncomfortable doing that. I don't know. I don't know why I would end up in that job. I had like a pageant mom who's like, I couldn't do it. So you're going to do it. Like, I don't know why you'd, why you'd be thrown into that. Um, I think Yo. I'd be a really bad, I think I'd be a terrible stripper. I'm just not coordinated, hmm. not coordinated. And I'm not confident. I'd be a do bad you, dancer of any kind. Do you at least have a stripper name picked out? No, no. I have a cousin who's a, who's like a professional ballet dancer. And I'm like, I could never. I how could about, never. how about Gumby? Gumby. I could be Gumby. I could do that. I I would never want to. I would never want to work <laughs> at a theme park. Oh, how I dare you! Never, I don't know if I want to do anything besides stand up <laughs> or write kids books. Now that I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm just gonna list every job. I'm like, couldn't be a lawyer. Don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be a doctor. No uh, way. Too tough. Got nothing. Not not a ton of jobs. Can't. Would I don't want to play music. Would got you go nothing. to space? No, ew. No. Tom Cruise is going there for a, a movie I just uh, heard. Um, of course. They're going to film it in space? Yeah. Or he's meta. I think and it's... Just, no, I think they're yeah. going to... It's. I don't know if the whole movie is going to take place there, but um, he's going there for it to... Yeah. That's nuts. And you want to be like, dude, there's a soundstage right over there. We got green screens, man. They can... Have you seen Gravity? Have you seen well, Apollo 13? They say he likes to do his own stunts, right? He's just really taken. Yeah. He apparently in Mission Impossible, he that stunt where he was running down the build the glass building, uh, a stunt guy they had was like, "That's too dangerous," and he was like, "Well, then you're fired, and I'll find somebody who doesn't think it's that dangerous." Cruise out. I don't know if he yeah. did that last part, but he <laughs> fired the guy. Wow. Yeah. Power move. Yeah. All right. Last question, Taylor. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I loved your special. That's what I'd like to hear. Would you like to do my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's the best answer I've heard. I sent you a DM. I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> I've been trying to get verified, but you know. Oh my God. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> Would you do my podcast? That's all. That's so funny. And then also like very like, you're like, yeah, but when I get to heaven, like hopefully like what's going to help subside the idea that I'm here, you know, yeah. that I'm here and that life is, uh, you know, that chapter is done. Like 
And God's like, dude, big fan. You wanna? <laughs> you, you you don't have to wear the headphones if you don't want to. But I feel like, <laughs> oh man, I hear me in your head already, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, very funny. Strong way to end it. All right, this ruled. You're the best. Uh, thanks for always making time and uh, keep crushing it. I don't, fuck, I hate that I said that. I hate when people say that. Go keep, keep, keep doing it. You're like, you I know feel what? like you really mean it though. I do, I do. Yeah. But uh, but but it's but when when people say that to me, friends, family members, keep do keep 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 doing it, man. It's like you know what? I was actually thinking about hanging it up tonight, <laughs> but that. It's going to keep me going for another two years, I think. No, but it's, yeah. you know, the sentiment is 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 genuine. You know what they're trying to say? And I mean it to you because it's uh, you're just a beast and you're so funny. And the special. Sorry if you didn't get tickets, but you'll get to watch it. But hey, TaylorTomlinson.com For all the other. I mean, you have a you're there's you have like three or four months here to go see the hour. Yeah. Before. Yeah. And we're, we're and more. Tour, yeah, we're going to be touring next year too. We're announcing those dates soon, uh, like the second leg of the tour. So, yeah, go to ttomcomedy.com. Follow me on Instagram. I'm always posting about dates there, yeah. uh, but we're all over the place. Uh, and it starts, the theater tour starts next month with uh, like Florida and Minneapolis and St. Louis, I believe. By the way, think about how things are now. And then the next special comes out. I mean, you're going to be able to, Shark Tank's going to call and be like, we. Saw that edible lingerie <laughs> joke. We actually would like to turn that into a reality. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you so much. I wrote that alone. <laughs> we'll help with that. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. You're the, best. you're the um, best. Have fun next week. Thanks, man. Thanks, Taylor. You too, buddy. Bye.